everyone, welcome back to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am grateful that you're here, that you are here. We're off to a good start. I'm already like sounding like I'm drunk and slurring my words. If you are new, welcome. I have brain fog sometimes, I have fatigue sometimes, so sometimes I slur my words. Or I don't speak as clearly and gracefully as I would like. If you're a reoccurring listener, you already know this. And you still show up anyway to listen to me, and I love you for that. Um, So yeah, August has been a wild month. Was a wild month by the time this comes out. It's been really dark and intense. I, yeah, cried a lot. I felt very lost, still feel very lost. I feel like something's missing in my life, but I don't really know what it is like I cannot put a finger on it I don't know what it is I wrote a poem it's kind of like my higher self my soul is like within my grasp but I can't reach her I can't find her I know she's there but I feel like she's in another life if that makes any sense so maybe I'll share that poem one day but yeah energies are really heavy I mean, the world is literally on fire. If you look at the NASA maps, everywhere is burning. It's absolutely heartbreaking and devastating, and I feel like I'm grieving. And I understand that Mother Nature needs to do that to, like, shake us up and wake us up. I do not really believe in climate change in the way that they, I'm doing quotes, they tell us. I believe that the poles are shifting, which is going to cause climate change, like climate deregulation, destabilization. And I do think a lot of these fires were not nature. I think some of them are natural, and I think a lot of them are intentional. And I think a lot of them are intentional for their climate change agenda. But regardless of why the fires are happening, it's very sad and it's heartbreaking and it's a lot of grief. So August has been a really heavy month. And I know I'm in a group that talks about it and August is dealing with, with people or have been dealing with a lot of stuff in August. It's absolutely wild, the stuff that people are going through. It's crazy. I burnt my fingers today. (laughs) Talk about airhead moment. I took a hot casserole dish out of my toaster oven, put it on my stove to add more leftovers to the dish. When I went to put it back in the toaster oven, picked it up with my bare hands, realized it was hot and threw it back down. It didn't break, thankfully. But my fingers are definitely, like, I don't know if you can see, my fingers are definitely blistered. (sighs) It hurts. (laughs) It hurts really bad. I was like, oh, I thought getting burned by an incense stick for combo is bad. It's like, yeah, you definitely, uh, definitely realize that being actually burned sucks, so... But I'm like, yep, 
this is the energies that we're dealing with this month. So today I wanted to briefly talk about, so it's called the blackout according to Shaman Durek, but I want to talk about where we are as a society and why I think we're here. And I've talked about Shaman Durek's book, um, Spirit Hacking before, where I talked about the Matrix and the Maya and like, so the Matrix is just programs that we've that are being programmed into us and then the maya is like the illusion of everything pretty much like the veil um so i've talked about that before i don't remember what episode it was but it you can find it in my histories so i want to talk about the blackout i think i talked about it briefly i really don't remember i didn't go back and listen to that episode but so basically what's happening is so I'm I'm kind of reading his words but I'm kind of turning them into my own my hair is tickling me and freaking me out okay um so he says quotes they happen when a portion of the species goes off the rails and veers so far out of alignment that they need to experience a quantum leap and awakening to restore harmony to themselves and to the planet so basically, it's, we need a shake up and a wake up, he says. Um, but he calls them blackouts. Um, he says they happen all the time. But he's saying right now it's on a global level versus like a single continent or like a state or region. And they're affecting all of us. And it's very obvious what is happening. I mean, we treat our planet like shit. We eat fake foods. We think our healthcare system is actual healthcare when it's just sick care and making us sick. We take pharmaceutical drugs instead of taking responsibility for our own health and changing our lifestyle and our f- eat the food we're eating. We are traumatized. I've said this multiple times. We have traumatized children and adult bodies. We are walking around unhealed. We're walking around with our trauma just projecting on everyone. We are... We're very sensitive. We cannot handle differing opinions. We cannot handle facts it's based on feelings um just feels like a lot of hate obviously we're disagreeing on everything we're so polarized everything's polarized um there's intolerance with people who are different (laughs) we think that I mean, there's disease, which is basically just disease in the body by the way we're living. Um, We're just a mess. We're just a freaking mess. And it's not getting any better. And I know the last three years woke a lot of people up, but it also still is causing more division. 
because there are people who are still watching the news, still believing that our government is here to save us and help us, and they're eating shitty foods, they're not taking care of themselves, they're not doing the inner work, they're not spiritual, having faith in something other than, I don't know, they just don't have faith in anything, and it's just destroying our planet. And so that's what's happening, basically, is what he was saying, how it's just a global um, blackout, as he says. And... Yeah, it's just, it's very interesting and wild. And there's a quote from Robert Edward Grant, who I'm in love with, by the way. But he says, we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. So if we're unhealed and we're traumatized children walking around in adult bodies, that's how we're going to see the world as trauma and unhealed shit and so this example it's just an example it has nothing to do with the fact that the person is trans i don't care if they're trans this is just what i saw it could be with anything it could be with a woman talking about the patriarchy and then saying how she feels trapped in her own body you know so it has nothing to do with the trans person or the trans movement has nothing to do with this it's just what i heard it it was on a republican instagram platform probably i don't know but this has nothing to do with her being trans i don't care this is just what i got out of what she was saying and what i've learned through self-development and trauma and unhealed wounds and and what's happening with the blackout and everything happening around us. So she said, there is so much trans hate in the world right now. The person asking her question, he said, where do you personally feel that the hate is coming from? She said, most places, but especially the government. Him, in your own life, where would you say you feel the hate the most? She said, I feel like I kind of internalize the hate, a lot of the hate. It feels like it mostly comes from myself at this point, and then it cut her off. So I don't know what else she said, but that's the only part I got of the message, the thing. So basically with that clip, like I said, I don't know what else was said, but with that clip alone, we don't see the world as it is. We see it how we are. So if this person is internalizing hate towards themselves and they're trans or whatever. And then they're saying there's so much trans hate in the world. To me, that's because she has hate for herself. I'm not saying that trans hate does not exist. I'm, it definitely does. I'm not saying that people don't hate gay people because they definitely do. And I'm not saying that there aren't racist people. There definitely are. But with what she was saying is that she's seeing herself as X and she's seeing the world as that same thing. 
So she has hate within herself. That's how she's perceiving the world as hating who she is as a person. That is what's happening right now. That is just literally what is happening right now in society. We are projecting all of our shit and our bullshit, unhealed trauma out into the world and it is manifesting with this chaotic, crazy fucking energy that we have been seeing the last decade, but probably longer, but it's definitely getting worse. And I know a lot of people hate Trump, but he like woke up the polarity like crazy. He woke it up like crazy. Hate him all you want, like him all you want, love him all you want. He's not our savior, for one, the people who love him. The number two, people who hate him. Yeah, maybe stop listening to the media and start listening to what he actually says. That's just my opinion, but that's what I'm talking about. It's like he awoken a lot of the, at least the U.S. polarity, but I think it was on a global scale. Like, just the polarity is insane, but that's like the conflicts and the chaos that's within us and within ourselves. And it's just being projected outwards. So I'm going to read this little page and a half-ish from Shaman Dork's book because I absolutely love it. And I read it because I decided to read this book the other night because I wasn't doing well. And I'm like, his book, he's full of light and love. And I love that this man to death and like manifestation I would love to be his friend one day because I just love this man okay but he says so it's as without so within we have to understand that everything we are experiencing in here in the now reality is a manifestation of the energies we are holding in to inside ourselves and that anything we are uncomfortable or displeased with in the world is reflection of something we are uncomfortable or displeased within ourselves the blackout is asking us to take a long, hard look at ourselves to acknowledge all the stuff we have been denying and avoiding and stuffing under the rug and pretending isn't broken or disordered or happening on any level whatsoever. The blackout is demanding that we, as individuals, as well as a collective, face the things that we have been running from. This is why we are experiencing so much discord on the planet. The blackout is creating a magnetic energy stream that is pulling everything we've been shoving under the rugs to the surface for us to examine so we can pull it back into balance. This is why we are witnessing so many polarizing leaders stepping into high-profile pro socio-political positions and getting people so riled up. Shamans call these figures the great agitators, so Trump is a great agitator. The great agitators serve a very valuable function of reflecting back to us things inside ourselves that we don't want to look at and all the shit we need to deal with to get back into alignment. Another great agitators, uh, Trudeau and Newman in California. Mm -hmm. People get confused. Uh, people get confused and project their anger and the issues onto the great agitators themselves when in reality it's just their hurt and they haven't worked through it yet. So basically what he's saying is how we see these great agitators, how we see Trump or whatever, is just us projecting our confusion and our anger onto them, basically. 
So the great agitators are a gift from spirit sent to assist us in our evolution. On some level, we all know that something's got to give. The consciousness of this knowledge is the blackout. It is the understanding that we must shift the old to bring the world back into alignment so the new forms and the new structures can emerge. This means that everything has to, that has not been creative or transformed through the lens of love and the lens of harmony, and the lens of balance for all humanity as well as for every other plant and animal species on this planet is surfacing so that we can get clear to look at the choices that we have that have led us to this collective experience so that we can restructure our world from a place of love. Human progress has been pushed forward to breakneck pace and a drive for power, domination, and achievement that has served interests in individual nations for and corporate corporations far more than it has served the species as a whole. So, just seeing what else. The blackout marks a choice point for humanity, a crossroads where human beings get to choose if we want to continue to thrive on planet Earth or if we decide to let it fall apart. It can still go either way, but if we continue to shove our heads in the sand and pretend like nothing's wrong and that it's all working out fine because we have 11,000 Instagram followers or a manicure is on fleek, then it's going to be painful and we might very well blow it. But if we choose to get real and take a long, hard look at the core issues humanity is facing and take responsibility for the imbalance that we have created then we can ring a giant age here on Earth. Um. So there's also a part where... Okay, so you see that's part of the prophecy as well. Sure, the shamans and the indigenous people and even Notre Dame, Notre Dame himself foresaw the catalyst, catalysmic events that were to threaten humanity during this time, but also spoke of a golden age. An era marked by incredible peace, joy, harmony, and prosperity that follows the blackout. It is not a done deal, but if we, are set, the, if we set the house on fire... Thereby burn it down, burn down all the old programs that are stealing our light. If we choose to evolve out of love instead of fear, utilizing higher intelligence to create new structures that support the well-being of all beings, not just the ones who were born on the coast and went to prep school and got rich or famous or both. Then we can level up the world and create what I call the giant age. But the only way we're going to experience heaven on earth is if we transmute the darkness and that's binding us to the light that is our birthright. So that, again, that was a part out of Shaman Durek's book, Spirit Hacking. And it's so true. It's so true. When I was looking at the world in a victim mindset and not addressing my triggers 
and the more I was blaming the world for things, the worse my life got. And that's a whole other episode I'm going to do about victimhood. But but it's like until you face your inner shadow and your inner chaos and stress and your inner anger and polarities and you look at someone like Trump that you hate and you go, okay, where is this within me that I need to look at? Until we do that as humans, we're never going to change. It's not going to get better at ever. It's just going to keep getting worse. If we can't talk to people face-to-face, online, wherever, and be like, okay, their opinions are dif- different than mine without getting fucking unhinged and so freaking reactive and emotional and not responding properly, we're never going to we're never going to heal ourselves and we're never going to heal the world. Ruby Freeman says, the only way to heal the world is to heal ourselves. That's it. That that is it. We have to do the inner work if we want our planet to change. We have to show compassion and understanding and non-judgment towards ourselves so we can show up and do that for other people as well. If you are judging yourself, if you are judging other people, it's most likely because you're judging yourself somewhere. If you are blaming other people for something they said and not looking at your triggers, like how is anybody supposed to, how is anything supposed to change if we're just trigger blaming and not taking responsibility for our own fucking shit and our own trauma? People may not know all of their trauma. I don't know all of my trauma. But I do know that when I was in Combo, my first, the one I did in June, and my body was shaken, I was releasing a lot of stuff that I was holding on to in my body, in my nervous system, that I have no clue what it was from, but it was there. So, Combo technically isn't inner work, but it's something that's going to help you to do the inner work. Like, when your nervous system is regulated and calm, you can handle people's differing opinions better. You can handle the chaos better and the stress better. And you can handle Trump or Biden speaking wherever better. (laughs) You can handle it better. You can handle life better when your nervous system is calm, when you're dealing with your shadows and you're facing your stuff and you're and you stop shoving shit under the rug because you don't want to face it. We have to face our stuff and heal and keep healing because it's not linear. It's always up and down. But every time it comes up, you got to keep rehealing it back up. We got to face ourselves. Because we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. So if you are constantly thinking the world is shit, uh, there's no money, the rich people take all the money, <sighs> everything bad always happens to me, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, then that's just going to keep being projected out into the planet and that's what's just going to keep happening. 
Like, it's so much bigger than ourselves. But we still are a collective. And we still need to heal ourselves. We need to heal ourselves to heal the world. And if we don't, nothing is going to change. We have to do the hard work, quotes, quote unquote, hard work to heal the world. We need to face our shit. That's it. It's the only solution I know of and that I see to fix this. And right now we're seeing all the darkness because we needed the wake up and the shake up. And there still are people who don't see it. I'm labeled, I'm technically labeled a conspiracy theorist because I talk about things that a lot of people don't still see. A lot of my family thinks I'm in cults <laughs> because I talk about things that they don't understand. And it's honestly wild. I don't even have words to be honest. It's it's pretty wild. But this is where we are. So if we want the world to be more peaceful and less chaotic and crazy and destructive, we have to be more peaceful, less chaotic, and destructive in ourselves by doing, by facing our shadows and facing our shit and healing our trauma and keep working on healing our trauma. I'm not perfect. I have to remind myself all the time to keep looking within. I've been having a lot more feel the feelings nights in August than I've had in a while and it helps because even if I don't know what I'm releasing, I'm releasing trauma and unhealed stuff. And when I feel my feelings, I'm calmer and I'm able to see things that I couldn't see before versus being stressed out and chaotic and crazed. <laughs> so, the only way to heal the world is to heal ourselves, Ruby Freeman. My person I look up to a lot. So, and I've heard it from a lot of other people, but that's just how I see us getting out of this societal shithole. And unfortunately, it might get worse before it gets better, which, which scares me. But it scares me because I'm in, that's like survival mode, like human scares, you know? Like on a soul level, spiritual level, it's like I know it all needs to happen, but it still scares me on a human level because I'm like, I don't know how to hunt or keep my home or if a natural disaster happens, I don't know how to take care of myself in that way <laughs> but 
I also think that was all planned a long time ago so that we would be dependent on them. That's a whole other conversation. Um, I just wanted to have a little more like positive talk on society. Just not positive. I don't know how positive this was, but just a little more like maybe encouragement, like maybe just maybe if we do the inner work, we might start seeing change in the world. So that is what I wanted to say to you all today. I hope, I hope, mm -hmm, I hope you all have a good week and I will see you next week.